because Mint cut off, uh, the contemporary now called crypto and digital art fair, but at the time it was a contemporary and digital art fair, um, which was in Wingwood. So we were in Wingwood, but of course went around, uh, even went to our Basel, the official fair and all the other fairs. Um, no, I mean, there were no NFTs. This is why the fair's name was uh, like contemporary and digital art fair, not crypto and digital art fair. I mean, I was presenting NFTs and uh, other people in Kadaf were presenting NFTs. Uh, Dada was there, uh, Jason Bale, of course, was there, uh, Kate Bass and other people. Um, but uh, nothing comparable to what happened this year. Um, I mean, it's mm. NFTs have been in our Basel for a while now. Even in 2018, there was a conference in our Basel uh, about NFTs. Um, and we, we even, I mean, we were present, we let the Pepe book even to go around and present it to people who don't understand what that is, which is also very different from this year. Um, but this year it was like NFTs everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, then the, you should consider what they say about uh, the, all these NFT parties, which were supposed to be NFT parties and what they actually are. That's a completely different story, but it was NFTs everywhere. Mm, mm. Right on. Yeah, I saw within the Tezos had their uh, their setup within the main Art Basel, um, which I think was, and they had people instructing and, and uh, teaching you how to set up a Tezos wallet and stuff like that. So can, people were being uh, being converted, you know, right on the spot, so to speak, you know. But it was very professionally uh, well done, looked very sharp, beautiful, uh, black with all the screens, another Point I think that we should be discussing is screens that all of a sudden became very um, boring. Like two years ago, uh, sounded like a miracle to show NFTs on display NFTs on screens. And this year, uh, it's just very it, it became very boring. It's like it's not interactive. It it doesn't add, and it, that's just my personal opinion about seeing all these NFT parties in Miami or. Uh, art shows, which was just a bunch of screens uh, with NFT um, displayed, um, not interactive, not engaging, just another, you know, like instead of having canvases, you have these screens. Um, so that was also like a big reflection, so a big thought that I have considered the whole time, like seeing NFTs displayed on screens that many times don't work, or even if they work, it's really nothing special. Um, so yeah, yeah, many, many, many different changes. So Tezos was also yeah. about screens, of course. But I think that what they have done is that they organized, they had a very uh, big, um, you know, consistent um, like uh, programming uh, with um, very good people speaking uh, and talking about the space, which was good. So you still have a presence yeah. in, in the official fair. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. That- that's a, that's interesting. I mean, their screens were interactive. Um, and that's interesting that that you're bringing that up. And and uh, I think that what I hear you saying is that uh, that it's it's uh, it's our responsibility, you know, as, as uh, people that display NFTs to create something that's to to give the audience something that's more than just sitting on a screen. That that uh, that we should go, you know, beyond that. There should be some interactivity and yeah. some connectivity and and something that uh, yeah. So it's more of or uh, the NFT is experiential, it jumps out, and uh, it's immersive. While I was, you know, in Miami, um, talking to them about 
you know, how it was and comparing it. And a lot of the feedback that I heard was that NFTs made it more accessible to normal people, um, made it more um, engaging and made it more real. Um, even one chap said to me, it seems as though, you know, I've been coming to this for years and it seems as though now the people that are yeah. here in Miami and attending um, a lot of these events are uh, maybe younger and maybe they can't afford a lot of the traditional art that was around Art Basel or in Art Basel. And here, here we are where people, they're coming here because of NFTs. They're coming here because of crypto art. Um, and this guy obviously wasn't from the crypto art scene, but he said, you know, the people that he had been talking to, the people that had come there for the first time. So even though Art Basel didn't welcome NFTs the way they probably, we think from the crypto world, maybe uh, think they should have, um, boy, did it ever stir it all up. And I, I think Art Basel actually needs to change their name because the whole, I mean, like, the entire place, they've kind of lost their, their footing a little bit. The entire place was, are you going to Art Basel? But I didn't, I, I didn't attend the conference. I didn't go inside Art Basel, but I went to Art Basel. So I was there in Miami. I went to Scope, which I loved. <clears throat> I went to a bunch of fairs, but I didn't go to Art Basel. And so now the general term is now Art Basel, like a vacuum cleaner's. It doesn't matter whether it's a Hoover or a Dyson or whether it's a vacuum cleaner. So mm -hmm. Art Basel is now a vacuum cleaner and mm -hmm. everything around it, whether it's a Dyson or whether it's a Hoover or whatever is kind of, kind of lost its, its name for itself. So either Art Basel needs to come up with a better name or, um, mm -hmm. or they probably mm -hmm. need to start bringing in NFTs. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, it is a little intimidating. It's a giant conference center. Um, you kind of don't really know which door to enter into. Um, it just, just it kind of sets itself apart than the other fairs. I feel like the other fairs are a little bit more inclusive and um, it doesn't make you feel like you have to buy something. I feel like when I'm in a larger fair like Art Basel or Freeze or the one time I went to the Art Basel fair actually in Basel in Switzerland, I was like, I do not belong here. You know, I really would love to see this art, but I, the entire time I was just like, I shouldn't be standing here with all these people and collectors. Um, I'm wearing sneakers. <laughs> Obviously now it's a little bit more acceptable, but um, I definitely think that the inclusivity factor is something that needs to be constantly addressed. And like what you were saying, potentially NFTs are a good avenue for that, for people to feel more welcome. Okay, let me let me okay, let me say one good thing about our Basel though. Otherwise we are depicting like a, a monster. One <laughs> one good thing, uh, this year the fair we all thought that the fair was so much better uh than the previous years. It was so much more lively, there were much younger people inside and I spoke, I, I won't say the name of the gallery, it's a huge gallery, they sold out four times. They had to redo the booth for four times with hanging new artworks. It was such, such more live, lively that I went with a person who hates art fairs and we had fun <laughs> because, it, because it, it was 
it was more welcoming. So what they have been adding in the past years is also like some curated um, sections where very young galleries, which is that they have been around uh, for 10 years, at least, um, you know, can display uh, their art. I'm just saying that, and we discussed this with galleries inside the fair, it seems like after COVID, people really wanted to badly go to see art. And Art Basel is Art Basel. It's still the most important event in the art world for the year. And so even people who didn't go uh, before, they were there. I've never had, um, I never liked Art Basel Fair um, as much as this year. I mean, I've only been three times, but this was the best one. Yeah, I think that also um, another thing about good about Art Basel is there's a central point um, <clears throat> and all the stuff happening around it. Um, I, I think it's done a lot of amazing stuff for the art world. And so, you know, great. That's really fantastic. What we did was um, Mint Gold Dust uh, did something a little bit different. We dropped a bunch of people there and some people went in, some people didn't, some people stayed on the outskirts, some people stayed on the mainland, some people were on, you know, South Beach. I mean, but we just kind of, I think we kicked it up a notch, but having Art Basel as the staple or as the, the pillar of the art community in Miami, I think it really does do a lot of good. Um, as much as I like to, you know, to, to resist authority and resist the mainstream, what is mainstream? Um, I think it's, you know, there is, there is a lot of good around it. So, um, can I say, like, I think, like, I am someone who hates art fairs because I think that um, there's too much concentration of time and space in a very little space. Uh, two years ago, when I went to Arbazo, was the year of the banana by Catalan. It was overwhelming. The energy was weird. We had to get out of the fair because you cannot take it anymore. It's like, it, it, it is overwhelming. It's too much art, too many different ages and times. It's such a little space, very business oriented. It's bad, like I hate art fairs. Um, I didn't get the overwhelming feeling this year. It was even better planned in terms of, it was more relaxed. I don't know what happened. It was more relaxed and the energy was good because I had the feeling that the audience was happy to be mm. there. Uh, there must be something dealing with pandemic or something, but it was, it was not overwhelming even at that energy that you get when you are in a place where you don't want to be. Like it could be like a big auction, you know, like place shopping mall <laughs> if i go to a shopping mall that's the way i feel i'm like oh if it's not like if if it's not outdoor where you get fresh air that's the way i feel in a lot of art fairs uh conferences conventions uh, yeah i just feel like i can't i need fresh air so maybe they recreated the flow or something or the walking path or you know these things nudge you in a different way I don't know, but I, I haven't seen it yet. So I haven't been inside Art Art Basel yet. I just went to I went to Art Basel. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Hannah, you were talking about you were saying that it was cost prohibitive, right? Because it was like sixty dollars. 
to get in and uh and you know and people like couldn't go in there so i think uh what what uh eleonora and uh and kelly planned with illaspace you know aimed to circumvent that um so just to to recap there was a augmented reality um placement of the artwork that's uh that's available for sale on uh on mint gold dust as well as uh some of the art that's in the whale shark vault you know um so i mean can you talk about that you know and 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 a talked about what was in that but also the significance of of uh of of putting that art in augmented reality directly outside of our basil you know it's somewhat of a statement um you know it's not necessarily going against our basil but it's actually letting everybody in because all you need is a phone to view the uh to view the art you know yeah and i also heard that um they had some wi-fi problems inside the convention center there people couldn't get online yep for whatever reason um and that that you know in the nft space in the crypto blockchain world web3 world Mm -hmm. that doesn't that's like unacceptable behavior yeah that's like a a naked person walking through a convention center it's like what the hell you know like you that just doesn't happen any kind of technology conference the wi-fi works yeah and there was a failure also with the uh with the um the 5g and the 4g and the lte there's too many uh that um the they population the towers they yeah the, towers pop- the population like tripled you know and they were they're not able to sustain that so you have that in new york and fashion week you know and everybody converges in new york on fashion week but you can adjust for it you know the there, there's so many nodes you know it can pick it up but in miami yeah, was you suffering can, you from can, that you can implement pico cells um at a at a um corner every corner mm-hmm. um of yeah. a you know, you can put them at the lights on the streets. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can do the same. You can put Pico cells also inside conferences to carry cell tower, cell mm-hmm. um, uh, communications throughout the building. Yeah. Uh, they just didn't plan. I think they didn't plan for number one, that many people to be there. Right. Um, they certainly didn't plan for it with the traffic. I even tweeted to, to the mayor um, that we need to have uh, electric vehicles, autonomous electric vehicles supplied by the the city of Miami because there's so much money going into Miami for Art Basel, um, for the week of Art Basel. Um, that I mean, even a week before and any a week after, there's so much money going into the city, it's incredible. So they need to to provide a better service as far as transportation goes, yeah. and they could do that very easily with electric vehicles. You could do um ride sharing with electric vehicles um and i think that there there has to be there has to be something put in place for transportation and communication mm-hmm. for next year because it's just yeah, going to get bigger year. yeah i mean yeah it's just going to get bigger so yeah you might as well it's- start now with the sharing economy being bigger than ever you know, people go to share it. They want people to know that they're there. You know, it's mm-hmm. instilling FOMO culture into people if you post on Twitter that you're at our Basel. And so people want to share that while they are there. So if, if they don't mm-hmm. have cell, cellular service or Wi-Fi, 
Um, they could be losing potential customers or potential hype, yeah. which is they're losing the whole economy. They are, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. yeah. So it's going to continue to grow, you know, from here, like you said, Kelly. You know, more, more NFT, more interactivity, like you said, Eleanor, with the way that things need to be, you know, um, presented, you know, digitally uh, with the inter- with some sort of interactivity. So something uh you know going into next year you know we we know that um but uh but yeah i mean hopefully you know freedom fire somebody who does some edge compute or something is uh is already thinking about going down to uh miami next year to do some uh some service uh bolstering um, yeah, yeah like vertive could put some like containerized solutions to carry cell um and data um, and POS systems to carry them. I mean, they could very, very easily put something there to support the city. For sure. So solvable problems. Yeah. Does anybody have any other? Now that we've uh, solved all the that... problems. For <laughs> yeah. yeah. The yeah, city I of Miami can now hire us. I'm yeah. buying a container right now. So um, what do I need? Like a couple like Wi-Fi <laughs> routers and like a, yeah. and like a car battery. I'm cool. Right. It's right. Fine. Yeah. You're golden. I have an old cell phone. You know, we can, I can duct tape it to the... Uh, right. Fine. Well, anything <laughs> with duct tape. Put it on the back of his alligator and arrive at Art Basel. <laughs> yes. I will put... I, yeah. I will tape a cell phone to the alligator's tail so the tail can right. go up and... Na- go nature selfie stick. <laughs> yeah. Nature cell phone towers. Uh-huh. Anyway, so yeah. So, I mean, as uh, any, any final thoughts on this... Uh, on this any any other uh any other bits of information or anything that anybody wanted to share about their I th- experience I, th- I think what my whitman Goldust did with geo dropping with illust space and whale mm-hmm. shark the whale community um i think that was for me the highlight going around and seeing all the art um geo dropped like we were going around and finding those pokemon go like pieces of artwork mm-hmm. um I mean, they didn't look like Pokemon Go's. They, they look like beautiful pieces of art, but um, it was cool trying to find them and looking around for them and walking. I mean, Miami should be, you know, forget about the electric vehicles. It should be like, there should be a walking community that, that one of those bridges should be, you should be able to walk across or, or take, you know, an electric scooter across or bike mm-hmm. path. They should just shut down one of those bridges yeah. um, for the week. Uh, just to, to be able to, you know, start a walking culture and as respect to the community as well. And we should, we should geo drop along that walk um, pieces of artwork, because I think that was the most beautiful for me, the most beautiful time um, was take, you know, going and finding the artwork on the street Mm. and inside the, the different art fairs. I thought that was really beautiful and cool. Illust did an amazing job of, of working with Mint Gold Dust and in the whale community, whale shark, to to, to drop the art um, in places that um, anybody could find and anybody could have access to. And I think that that, to me, there, there were two like really beautiful moments. Um, one of them was obviously looking for the artwork and um, finding the artwork, but, um, and, and the people that I met during that was really very cool. 
And then near protocol had a beautiful party. Um, and it was just outdoor greenery. Um, and Danny did an amazing job, um, inviting really super cool people. Um, and you know, Nier's, uh, a, a, a cool protocol that helps with the layer two, um, with, with the Ethereum, um, transaction fee problem, but they also really look after, you know, people that want to be engaged with the protocol. So, um, when I went to that party and the, it, there was just like trees and beautiful flowers all around and really awesome people, I thought that was really, really, um, that's what we, that's what, the whole Miami experience should be taking the, the greenery and the beautiful environment there and incorporating it into the community and the art. Yeah. AR does a really good job with that and, uh, of, uh, presenting it to everybody and, and, uh, being accessible to everybody, which is a point Eleonora always talks about, which I, which I always like, um, about, uh, art being accessible to to everybody you know nfts and and um and there's no gatekeeper and uh and you're able to communicate directly with the community and what better way while you're walking through or walking to from one art fair to the next you know for you to be able to interact with some all with augmented reality art placed there by artists who you know would be looked over or uh, to get into actual art basil or an artist who has no intention of quitting their nine to five and just likes to create art and has a, a, a way for them, them to, to at the very least present it, if not sell it, but at the very least be able to show it to everybody. So, you know, I thought that the augmented reality um, exhibit that, uh, that, that was put together was, uh, was really awesome. You know, so that's what it is. Yeah. Cool. So next year we're going to, we're going to ride up on an alligator. <clears throat> with yeah. a 40 foot container yeah. and a cell, cell, cell tower tail. Um, yeah. yeah. So be ready. Yeah. Be ready see you guys there. For sure. <laughs> for sure. See, see you with the alligator. No, yo, thank you guys. I love talking with you always. We'll be doing this again, obviously, because that's what we do. We talk. Yeah. It's all good. It's all about the community, all about the people we meet along the way, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And the, the alligator system, the ecosystem, and the alligators. I, I mean, <laughs> ecosystem of alligators. I mean, seriously though, Art Basel should be about the environment. I mean, it's such a beautiful place down there, and and you know when you come from New York and you go out down to Miami, or you come over from Switzerland. I met some people from Switzerland and Germany. They didn't want to be inside. They wanted to be outside. And sure. it's just such an amazing place. Then they should open up uh, some of it to the to the right. environment. I mean, of course, sometimes it rains, but wow, what a beautiful place to experience yeah. the rain, you know? Mm. So yeah. it, it should be about the ecosystem down there. It should be about, you know, like the... I want to maybe let's do like a, a a project where we call it the Everglades down there. Open it up, you know. <laughs> be outside and show geo dropped art. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. That'd be cool. We, that would be very. We have cool. some brainstorming ideas that we yeah. went through yeah. while we were sitting in traffic. Well, and some of the <laughs> true, which was half the trip. <laughs> yeah. So some of the most unique pieces I saw this year were not affiliated with any fairs. They were 
on the beach, like the Rafiq Anadol piece, um, the super rare monolith piece um, in the city um, that were a little bit more guerrilla style, um, most likely artist led. Um, it was it was really beautiful to see integrating outside of just the traditional fairs because, you know, even the other fairs, you know, they're considered satellite fairs because they satellite larger institutions. You know, we're now satelliting the satellite fairs. You know, it's all part of building this community. And um, I'm really excited to see a lot of the NFT community now being a part of it. Yeah, I think that was that was my yeah. third um, beautiful moment is when we were walking in front of the monolith. It was kind of late at night and the, the art was still being um, projected on the walls and the buildings and then the monolith. And that was that gave me a very that gave me such a, an excitement, a, a feeling of, of gratefulness um, that we were, we are a part of this and um, super rare did an amazing job. And I, I think that the team there, I think actually somebody got engaged in front of the monolith. Yeah. I saw also. that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it was one of the super rare mm-hmm. um, team members. So that's exciting. Yes. Congratulations to them. Um, but it, what a beautiful moment to get engaged there. It was such a, you know, it, it's just beautiful. It's, it, I mean, for me, if you're a super rare team member, um, and you've created that, that's something that really has been a part of your life for, you know, a good six months and you've been building towards that and to share that with somebody that you love and that person throughout that process supporting you. Um, during that time period of building up to that moment. Um, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful moment. Not, not just be standing in the street in front of a monolith, but the, the process behind it, the journey that happened. Um, and I can imagine that person had the support of their future spouse um, supporting them through that process. And I'm sure that they put in long hours, you know, day and night for weeks on end or months on end to be able to, to share that with your partner. Both of you have devoted your time to whether you've given up your partner during that time of them building that, um, or not, it's something that that person has gone through. And then to, 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 to ask them to marry you in front of something that you had been working on for six months. I just think that's really beautiful. And on top of that, the, where it was was super cool and um it was really really exciting for me being somebody that um has really supported super rare um through the years and seeing them you know walking up and seeing their this you know beautiful monolith and and all of the art that's on the super rare platform and all the amazing artists it was really a great moment it was something you know you know, I was, it almost, you know, choked me up a little bit, you know, cause I know where they came from, um, and to, to, to see where they are now and to see that moment, um, of walking up to the monolith. I was so excited to be there and excited to see it and stand there in front of it, um, and look at all the art. And I think, and then for, for the team to be able to have a conversation with the mayor in front of it as well, I thought that was wicked cool. Um, it was so represent it's representative of the NFT space and the crypto art space. I just thought, what a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. So whether you're speaking with the mayor or asking somebody to marry you, it was a beautiful place <laughs> or just walking up to 
street as yeah or just walking yeah. yeah that was my that was the third on my list and i forgot to mention it but um nice. third on my list just because um just because i think that what you know geo dropping something i think is wicked i think that I think that is, and I know that Super Rare, I think Geo dropped some things with um, Super World DAP too, and Resh, Resh uh, did some really cool stuff with um, Super World DAP and Super World with John uh, Crean. And um, so that, you know, there, there's a lot of proud moments in there where, you know, that whole week I was there, or six days, it seemed like a month I was there, but um, it was like, like those really proud moments. Um, not only for our team at Gold Dust team, but for the ecosystem and the the, the NFT world as a whole. You know that you know we were the people that were there were representing the all of the people that couldn't be there. But I know Eleanor, you probably wanted to say something to that. It was a great moment. Um, yeah. Now I wanted to say, adding to what you were um, proposing, you know, like outdoor space, um, environment, and AR, of course, and geodrop. That's one thing that I keep saying, and <laughs> Seth cannot take it anymore. We have been talking about in our uh, podcast um, on illo space and AR. I think um, what, for, for me, what's really amazing is that the cities and the environment is, like, is in the hands of creators. Because until now, you still have a patron choosing what art is displayed publicly. Um, could be a fountain, could be a, um, a sculpture, could be a building, could be any kind of art, or uh, could be, I don't know, something organized by the city hall. Someone is organizing that, or someone is showing the power. Church is showing the power. Um, the families, the rich families were showing the power. So they give art, they make public, they make art public for people to see, but they're still shaping our cities and our environment. And for the first time with AR, uh, the 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 landscape, the environment, and the cities can be shaped directly from creators, which I think that never happened before. Because it's not that an artist wakes up wakes up in the morning and he goes to, like in a square, and they create an art piece there. So this is a point that struck me a lot, and I will forever repeat. It is the first time that creators can have a direct uh, action on uh, the environment besides graffiti. Yeah. That is the only form of like um, um, public art that is made directly by creators. This is why it's considered <laughs> illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think it, I think overall it was such a positive, um, a positive thing, yeah. bringing NFTs down there, NFT artists and creators and collectors and the ecosystem invading. Mint gold dust. Mint gold dust. Mint gold dust.